up, we thought food was only something that could be enjoyed. And really, there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing. So much of life happens in the kitchen. It's a place to gather, to laugh, to burn your meatloaf while the kids do their homework at the kitchen island. So if life is happening in the kitchen, that's where we want to be. It doesn't have to be so hard. We can be great dads and great cooks. This show is about us trying to figure it all out. I'm Chris. And I'm Phil. Welcome to Dad's Kitchen. So, Chris, you've been busy. Phil, I've heard you've been busy as well. Oh, goodness. Well, let's see. I threw out my back today. Oh, that's fun. I like getting old. Yeah, and you're never going to guess how I did it. By literally walking down the street. (laughs) Oh, it was brutal. Yeah, we were on our way to a showing. There was a house that was for sale in our neighborhood, and we were just curious about it. So I got home from work, and, uh, you know, all five of us just went on, like, a little stroller ride. And I don't know what happened, man. I was just walking down the street with the fam, and out it goes. And, you know, like, the adrenaline... You know, like I'm outside, I'm, I'm, I'm moving, I'm getting ready to see a house. And so I'm kind of excited and I'm able to muscle through it. But then in the middle of the showing, I'm like, I'm in the kitchen standing next to this realtor and I just like double over and I'm just like, I'm oh, sorry, man, I just got to lean on this countertop for a little while. And he's like, do I need to like call somebody or do you want a glass of water maybe? And I'm just like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I need. I think I got I think I have to go. I think I have to go home now. And then Ashley's looking at me like, what is going on? The kids are like starting to get worried. And yeah, that's getting old. You're, you're getting quite close to, to 40 now. Oh, don't say that. But it's true. I'm on that side, whatever. We're like wherever that side is. That's where I am. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure that I entirely like that. About me or just in, like general, in general? That 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 about life, that phase of life, Phil. So, Phil, in spite of all of your busyness, I know you've been really, really busy, but have you had any time to, like, sit down and make some dinner lately? Yeah, a little bit. And actually, just over the weekend, I wanted to make some tacos because, you know, we are human. We do like our tacos. And I said, Ashley, what kind of tacos would you like me to make? And she says, I don't know. Let's do something you've never made before. And so I did my trusty old practice of getting out my iPhone and looking up the New York Times cooking app because it's my all-time favorite. And I found these really delicious-looking steak and pineapple tacos. And I'm like, those look good. Yeah, that sounds great, actually. I can get on board with that. I do what I always do, Chris. I went to the store before actually looking at the recipe. I'm trying to get better at that. But maybe in this circumstance, it actually worked out okay. Because I get to the store, I pull out the phone, and I, I look at the recipe, and I can't find it. I'm like, where's the recipe? There's just like all this jargon of the author of the recipe telling a story. And I'm starting to get really frustrated because at this point I already had already told Ashley about the steak and pineapple tacos and she was excited about them. And then my kids got excited about it. And of course I was excited about them, but I can't find the recipe what to do. So I did what any normal person would do in that circumstance. I read the jargon and I sure am glad I did, Chris, because it was what the author calls a no recipe recipe. Have you ever heard of these have you have you come across these before yeah i feel like i've I've seen one or two and i'm not entirely sure i I knew what to make of it to be honest phil it was one of those things where i I felt like i was probably in a little bit of a hurry and i just wanted like a nice succinct list of measured out ingredients and the order in which they are combined to create food and who can blame you 
But if you take the time to really think this through, it's going to make you an incredible cook. Uh, or at least at least people are going to think you're a good cook. I don't know. That's if you have the time to think it through. Sure. You know, Chris, we are no strangers to talking about chefs that we love. I thought maybe we should talk about a food writer. There's this guy named Sam Sifton. He's an American journalist and the food editor of the New York Times. And he is kind of the brains behind these no recipe recipes. And what are they? They're basically recipes without ingredients, lists or steps. And it invites you to kind of improvise in the kitchen. So he says, okay, here's what we're making. Here's kind of the general idea of what goes in it. Now make it. And it's like really quite amazing how smart we all are when we use our brains and we put it all together. And that's what I did. Yeah. And I made some pretty good tacos the other night. Okay. I can, I can, I can see the appeal to that, Phil. I really can. Especially from that, that standpoint of figuring out how to trust yourself a little bit more and taking the training wheels off, maybe. I can also, I can definitely see the appeal and benefit of having a listed hot recipe. You know, if time is short, oftentimes, Phil, here, well, here's a question. Oftentimes on these, on these uh, kind of repositories of recipes, so the New York Times cooking app, which is fantastic, definitely snag that one. Do they have a way to sort by standard recipes or the special floofy do-it-yourself figure out life <laughs> recipes? Uh, inside the app, I'm not 100% certain about that. You might just do what I did and Google a recipe that sounded good. And then by default, finding that this just so happens to be a no recipe recipe. But there is a cookbook that goes along with it. It is, are you ready for this? Drum roll. It's just called the New York Times Cooking No Recipe Recipe Cookbook by Sam Sifton. And it's a really great cookbook, and it's great for, you know, this time of year when we're trying to think about some some gifts for the holidays. And this is not sponsored at all. I, I just genuinely enjoy this whole concept, and because I, th- I think we're good cooks, Chris, and I think our listeners are too. I mean, we've been at this for a while. We've got a good, strong listener base. We can do it. We can cook. Anybody can cook. Somebody once said that. I think it was Remy from Ratatouille, or maybe John Lennon. Not sure. <laughs> Maybe both. I, I think one might have been quoting the other, though, Phil. No, I, I do really love that idea. And I think there are, just in, in the world in general these days, maybe too many, too many, uh, too many bumpers to life, too many safety guards, too, too much handholding. And I think, I think people do deserve more credit. And when you give yourself more credit and you give yourself a little bit more kind of latitude to figure out the process yourself, you might be surprised that you know, how far you really have come. So I, I would think that that is definitely going on my uh, shopping list for a couple of people, actually. Are you going to give it to your son? Would he like that? He loves books. He loves like crinkling up the pages. <laughs> yeah, so does mine. <laughs> Boys are the best, Chris. You know, when we, when we had Graham or when we knew we were going to have Graham, I was like, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's cool to have a son, but I'm also kind of a girl dad. And I think I've got the whole girl dad thing figured out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, boys are the best. I'm so excited. I love this kid. He's so fun. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you you do really look good with your fingernails painted all the time. You got to have somebody to throw throw around the ball with. Sure. No, I'll, I I I don't I don't have the 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 girl experience, but yes, boys are fantastic. I don't know what else to say about that. Let me just read to you this recipe for these steak tacos with pineapple salsa. Tell me if you think this is good. And hopefully this inspires you as well. Get some fruit. Okay, like this is literally the recipe. This is what freaked me out when <laughs> okay. I was like trying to find the bullet point list of like like how many quarter tablespoons of salt. And we're talking here, right? And yeah, just totally freaked out. Check this out. 
Get some fresh tortillas and a pound of skirt steak. Then, make salsa for mostly fresh or canned pineapple, pickled jalapeno, and a healthy couple shakes of chili powder, along with plenty of chopped cilantro. Shower the steaks with salt and pepper and broil them for two to three minutes aside until they're perfect and rare. Warm the tortillas, grate some cheddar, I use cotilla, rest the steak, slice it, and serve it with the tortillas, cheese, and that awesome salsa. Anyone want to watch a movie after dinner? We've got time. So this is like kind of cheesy, but you know, we've got yeah. the time because we just made this really simple dinner. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, that is a little bit more step-by-step than I was expecting to really tell the truth there, Phil. But uh, it does leave some room for interpretation, especially on this also. Sure. And you can, you can sub stuff in and out. I mean, you know, maybe you only have mangoes in the house and or pineapple's not in season or... I've heard pear salsa is a thing. You know, you can kind of make it your own. It just said, like, yeah. use a couple healthy shakes of chili powder. Chili powder is kind of one of those interesting things. It's actually fairly forgiving. Like, you can't really overdo it. I mean, I, I suppose you can at some point. Are you sure about that? You know, like an ancho chili powder is not really that spicy. And then what's what's the big thing we always say, Chris? Taste as you go. You know, I was making this pineapple salsa, and I'm like, I kind of feel like it could use a little more salt. What do you think, Ashley? And she takes a bite, and she's like, well, maybe. I mean, we do have some tortilla chips to go with it, and that might add some yeah. salinity. Yeah, no, I think that's, uh, as always, a rule to live by, Phil. But here's a question. What if you've never had salsa before? Are there people that have not had salsa? Probably. I am sure that there have been many people that have lived on this planet that have never had salsa. Okay, I have a question for you. Have you ever had salsa? Well, I see, you know, what I was getting at was like, I might just have a friend that's never had salsa. So you're asking for a friend. What if you need, what if, what if you need salsa instructions? What if when people say asking for a friend, like what if they're saying like, okay, here's my problem. And now I'm asking for a friend. No. In other words, I'm asking for you to be <laughs> just, my just friend. Just be my friend, Phil. Because of my problem. <laughs> I can see some validity to that, Phil. You're just having a bad day and you just need a friend. That's okay. Here's a friend for you, Chris. Salmon with barbecue sauce and hot peppers. Okay, I'm going to read, I'm gonna read okay. this to you. Tell me if you feel like you can do this. There are generally a few kinds of barbecue sauces in my fridge, leftovers from various experiments, and that may be true for you as well. I bet there's a half bottle of store-bought sauce somewhere, or a dusty unopened one in the pantry. Let's make dinner with it, and some salmon fillets. Put the barbecue sauce in a small pot on the stove over medium heat. Then, turn the oven to 400. Roughly chop up a few jarred pickled hot peppers into the sauce, and add a couple of pats of butter to silkify the situation. <laughs> silkify the situation. Okay, sure, sure, Sam. Whatever you say. <laughs> yes, please. Warm that, th- <laughs> warm that through while the oven heats, and then salt and pepper the salmon fillets and roast them skin side down on a lightly oiled sheet pan for ten to twelve minutes, or until you think it's done. And then spoon the peppered, studded barbecue sauce all over the top and go. So I feel like yeah, there's definitely some steps, but it's not it's not this bullet point list. You know, you don't yeah, need two yeah. salmon fillets. An eighth of a tablespoon of pepper and, yes, you know, four so or five, whatever here's, else. Here's another question, Phil. What if you've never had barbecue sauce? Man, you have some messed up friends. <laughs> Although, he also has this other one that just uses leftover croutons that you have lying around. And you can caramelize some onions with it and top chicken with it. And that sounded pretty good. There's all kinds of really amazing recipes. In fact, there's 37 of them. Okay. I mean, there are some assumptions there that, that I have leftover croutons or that I have a jar of barbecue sauce, but that's okay. I guess I was, I was, I was hoping for a little bit, uh, something a little bit more like, you know, the technical challenges on Bake Off. Like make a Genoese. Yes. 
And you're like, oh, what? I guess maybe that's what I was expecting. A little bit something, something a little bit more. But okay, give me an example of a dish that you would like to see. Like, put the challenge to me. What if I'm your friend and I've never had any of these things? Like, let's pretend for a moment that we're friends. What would the recipe look like? Uh, you, you mean like what? What type of recipe do you need to come up with? It's just like I just pick pick a dish and then you need to describe it. Is that the game here? Yes, exactly. Okay. okay, let's, okay. let's say that I want to make. Chicken tacos. Well, see, I thought I was suggesting the, the, the dish. I like that Okay, better. sure. Whatever you want. It's your game. Okay, so let's pretend that... Okay, now, now I'm just thinking of Bake Off and I want a Black Forest cake. I do love cherries. Do do. Here's a question then. Do these no recipe recipes apply to desserts and or baked goods? I mean, baked in the sense that you can throw something in the oven like your salmon. Yeah, yeah. And technically you are baking it. Okay, Phil, how Semantics. about... How, how, how about, I can't think of anything. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a new game. I'm going to pull up one of his recipes, and you're going to tell me how you would make it. And then I'll read the actual description, and we'll let the listeners decide who does a better job. I don't know if I've ever liked any of your games, Phil, but okay. Okay, let's see. I'm just scrolling here. Ooh, this leaves look good. Here's a barbecued shrimp, some Hasselback kielbasa. I can I do the barbecue shrimp. Okay, sure. Let's land on that. Barbecued shrimp. My guess is that you uh, start with some shrimp and some uh, some leftover barbecue sauce that you might have in your pantry or your refrigerator. Yeah, but how, how do you make it? What do you do with that? Is there is there uh, is there any like they just plain barbecued shrimp, or is there something to go along with them? Is there a sauce? Is there a, some type of accompaniment? It, it does look as if there's a sauce. So yeah, it's not just shrimp that is thrown on a barbecue. Or slathered in barbecue sauce. I'll give you a hint. This looks like it has a New Orleans take to it. So I'd put, I would put the, the shrimp on the barbecue and then I'd make a Sazerac. That's my recipe. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best to get. Like <laughs> Sam has nothing on you. That's amazing. <laughs> I will link this delicious barbecued shrimp recipe in our show notes along with Sam Sifton's other great recipes and his cookbook. And then you can make your own no recipe recipe. Send a picture after you've made it. Send it to us at our social at Dad's Kitchen Co. And feed your family. Phil, thank you for introducing me to these no recipe recipes. I really actually am rather intrigued by the concept, even though I've probably done nothing but made fun of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sam Sifton. It sounds like you guys need to be friends. Maybe. I'm just asking for a friend, Phil. Perfect way to end it. Oh!